Profile series. I'm your host, Matt Hicks, the F of Educator, joined by John Lobb, the Gridiron Scholar. And this is the Hendon Hooker Rookie Profile. John, this is the final week of 2023 rookie profiles for us. You're going to want to make sure you are subscribed on YouTube, your favorite podcast listener, and you are in the Rookie Big Board Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com slash rookie big board. Get access to our year-round rookie dynasty Devi rankings, and you better believe we're already thinking about the class of 2024. You get daily draft trade personalized insight in the Discord. Lots of great stuff, John, just like there's lots of great stuff to talk about here with the Tennessee quarterback, Hendon Hooker. I'm so excited. I've been waiting all these eight weeks to break down Hendon Hooker. If you follow me on Twitter or you've heard any of my breakdowns this year, you already know that I'm high on Hendon Hooker. And this week was a very exciting week because Daniel Jeremiah projected Hendon Hooker as a first-round pick to the Minnesota Vikings. And that does not change anything my grading system. But I just it's exciting to see that someone else in the national media has finally looked at the numbers, broke down the film, and made similar assessments because I've said throughout this process, I think he's an underrated prospect, Matt. I like Hendon Hooker a lot. There are some concerns, and I have a second-round grade. I'm not moving up to a first round. I still don't think there, there's too many concerns to place him there. But I love him as a prospect in the long term. Matt, in high school, he was a four-star prospect and three-time all-conference competitor. I think viewers probably don't realize how great of a high school player he was. He passed for over 6,000 yards, rushed for 2,975, and he totaled 103 touchdowns in high school. He also played basketball and scored over 1,000 career points, Matt. In 2017, he enrolled at Virginia Tech, and he ended up taking a redshirt season. He really didn't get on the field at all until 2019, but that was very limited. So you really were really looked, or sorry, 2018, then limited in 2019 and 2020. But I wanted to look at him closer as a Hokie, and there are some interesting numbers here that are being overlooked. In two seasons, he made 15 starts, and he played in 25 games. And Matt, you know I love touchdown to interception ratio. Do you know Hendon Hooker, as a member of Virginia Tech, had a 3-to-1 touchdown to interception ratio? 22-7. to So he was smart with the football, even when Virginia Tech wasn't a great program. In those two years, he passed for 2,894 yards and a 63.1 completion percentage. So those are better numbers than I expected for the young man at Virginia Tech. He had over 1,000 yards rushing and 15 touchdowns. And in 2019, Matt, he was only one of five power five quarterbacks 
with 300 or more pass attempts and a touchdown ratio of six and a half or higher. So he had some real promising numbers as a member of the Hokies. Then he transfers to Tennessee. And remember in the summer of 2021, he had a battle, camp battle with um, Joe Milton. It kind of looks a little funny now looking back at it. And Joe Milton won the job. Hendon Hooker did not take over the reins of the offense until week three. And he ended up starting 11 games that year. How good was he? He was fourth team All-SCC and Davey O'Brien semifinals. He was twice named the Manning Award Star of the Week at Missouri and against Kentucky at home. He shattered two school single season records, passer efficiency rating, and completion percentage. Just a spectacular 2021. I was so pumped on Hooker entering 2022. He was the S and he ended up exceeding my expectations. SEC Offensive Player of the Year. He passed for 3,135 yards, 430 rushing yards, and 32 touchdowns, Matt. All-American second team and first team All-SEC. He was a semifinalist in almost all the big awards from Walter Camp, Davey O'Brien, Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award. Spectacular. Two years at Tennessee, he was for, he was SEC Academic Honor Roll. Matt, I've, re- I've listened to him in interviews. He's a very smart young man, charismatic, and he's, le- he's a leader. What does your film study say of Hendon Hooker? Yeah, John, one quick note on his leadership. And, you know, I think overall he's, he's regarded as a, as a fantastic leader and, and, you know, part of the locker room. But it's so interesting to me. You mentioned that camp battle. You know, Joe Millen was kind of not given the job, but he was recruited to take that job when, um, when the Hypel, you know, offense came in. Because Hypel originally recruited uh, Joe Milton and thought he was going to get him, you know, when he was coming out of college. So he gets Joe Milton. And Hendon Hooker was a late ad. And Hendon Hooker does end up taking Joe Milton's job in the fall. But uh, but after that, uh, Hendon Hooker and Joe Milton ended up being roommates. They're close. Uh, Hendon Hooker is, you know, close friend and mentor for Joe Milton. He's has been supporting him the entire way through and has kind of coached him up to get him ready for this season. So, you know, I think it's really impressive when somebody, you know, ends up, you end up taking the mentorship lead from somebody who came in and took the job from you essentially. Right. And so I think that says a lot for Hendon Hooker to be competitive and be a leader and mentor at the same time. But look at the film, John, the word that just keeps coming back to me is smooth, methodical. The way that he works through the offense it is so clean. He has clean mechanics, Sean. It starts with great footwork. He also features a, a clean release, smooth throwing motion. He's comfortable working in the pocket first. He doesn't panic under pressure. And although Tennessee's offensive line improved, it was not the best offensive line unit. And he was facing a lot of pressure weekly against, you know, SEC front sevens, John. That's not easy. But he, he maintained in the pocket with poise. He felt pressure. He understood when to move the pocket, when to leave the pocket. And he was also really good at stepping up and through the pocket as well, which can be underrated at times. When he did leave the pocket, John, a smooth runner, he can execute design runs very well. I think, you know, especially in the red zone or, or you know, third and short. Um, and he had the ability, though, to improvise as well and broken down plays. He doesn't take unnecessary hits. He understands when to give up on a play when running and throwing. 
Now, Hendon Hooker doesn't have a rocket arm, right? He doesn't have that Will Levis, Anthony Richardson arm, but he's got enough there, John. There's not oh, a yeah. spot on the field that he can't hit. And more importantly, there's not a spot on, that, on the field that he can't anticipate his receiver being. He puts that ball on placement consistently, whether it's short field, midfield, or working 30, 40 yards downfield. We talked about that a lot, right? When we were talking about the Jalen Hyatt episode, we were going through Hyatt's ability to win in the deep field. Well, that's complemented by Hooker's ability to anticipate where he was going to be and lead him very well. Hooker was very good at leading his receivers around the field. So that's going to be the, the, you know, the talking point for Hendon Hooker. To me, you know, he's a high floor prospect. There's going to be a lot of talk about one of his weaknesses being his age, John. But if you look around the league, you know, a guy coming in at 25, that's going to be perfectly fine. You could still get 10 years of a good high-level starter at a Hendon Hooker. So I don't think it's going to scare off NFL teams as much as folks think they will. You know, you can even look back. I think Kenny Pickett came in maybe a year younger than Hendon Hooker and was a first-round selection last year. They and John, of course, the big talking piece here is going to be the late-season knee injury. You know, he did have that very late-season injury. So the question is going to be how quickly can he get on the field in the NFL? If it wasn't for that injury, locked and loaded first-round quarterback for me. And with that injury, that's when things get a little bit more interesting in terms of NFL draft talking points here, John. But when it comes to the film, you know, especially looking at Tennessee film, it's clean compared to Virginia Tech film. It shows improvement. There's a whole lot to like about Hendon Hooker. And Matt, the numbers agree with your film assessment. There's a whole lot to like. I mentioned earlier, there were a couple things that why I have a second round grade. One is the knee injury that you just mentioned. I did a little bit with the age. You know, I mean, he's 25. And the third thing that's a challenge to me is the Josh Heupel system. I'm a huge Josh Heupel guy. I love watching that system. Yet... I don't see a lot of anticipatory throws on tape. Doesn't mean he can't make those throws necessarily, but he doesn't have a lot of them on tape. So I just moved them down a little bit because of the system. And he took a lot of snaps out of shotgun instead of taking it directly from center. So those little things move him down to a second round. Talent on the field, I don't think there's any question about it. Matt, he's the only quarterback in my model that all six categories, he exceeds the benchmark. 42 games played. Absolutely love it. We mentioned touchdown to interception ratio at Virginia Tech. He is 80 to 12 in his career. That's in the Bryce Young, CJ Stroud bucket of efficiency. Matt, he throws the ball deep down the field. Nine and a half yards per attempt, and I agree with you. He might not have the most electric arm, but he gets the ball wherever he needs to 40, 50 yards down the field with nice placement and touch. Passing efficiencies off the charts, 172.2. A little bit of it is hypo system. It's a very friendly quarterback system. I think he's more accurate than people give him credit for. He's essentially a two-thirds passer. That's a fantastic number. But most of all, from a fantasy standpoint, Matt, over 2,000 career rushing yards, 22% rushing equity. The only quarterback in my model to hit all six benchmarks, Matt. I like him a ton. What should fantasy footballers know? 
All right, John, I have his NFL draft projection here as day one late to day two mid. That's picks 21 to 50 for me. We talked about it off the top. You know, originally, without the injury, my assessment was a first-round grade on him. Even with the injury now, it looks like a top 50 selection is inevitable. He did well at the Combine in terms of interviewing. He's a popular player. Uh, from film, from the NFL front office standpoint. So I do think Hendon Hooker is going to be a top five, uh, top 50, sorry, NFL draft selection. And you have to think, John, a team is going to want to get that fifth year on his contract, which would come with being a first round draft selection, which is the first 31 picks this year. If he does get that, that, that draft capital, John, especially if it ends up being round one, I think he's going to fall in the mid second round of Superflex leagues, 205 to 208. And if the landing spot is juicy enough, you know, he even could be a high, you know, second round, 201 to 204 pick. I really could see that. I have him projected out to be a weekly starter. Uh, at 20, you know, at that ADP range, John, I'm gonna have a mid-level exposure. There's a lot of good guys, you know, and in, in that spot in the second round, but I'm definitely gonna make sure to get some exposure to him. You know, in terms of fantasy football projection, you know, right now where he's coming off the board, I think you should be drafting him just about where you're drafting Geno Smith. If he goes better than that, you know, maybe you're talking more like a guy, or if he goes to a good landing spot, maybe more like a Daniel Jones, right? Like these are these are starters now that have a little bit higher of, of a floor to them. They have that rushing upside to them as well. So that's why I mentioned those two as players with similar fantasy football values at this point in time, John. But there are no similar values to the rookie big board. Just $3 a month, rankings, Discord, personalized advice, all of that is available. Patreon.com slash Rookie Big Board. And as always, we appreciate you checking out this episode of The Rookie Big Board. <laughs>